1: I disagree on that. That's not possible.
0: <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on mission, yeah. Now, we've, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got myself, Pete, here, and of course, we got Mon Senior Dixon. How you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing meh because I'm melting into the freaking ground.
0: Yeah, I bet. It's definitely that time of year where you're just getting all the humidity.
1: Yep, yep. 95 degree weather with 65 humidity. Isn't that the best?
0: I I would say that when we go to Houston in October, it might be better, but it actually might be the same as Puerto Rico. It gets pretty humid in Houston.
1: Oh, that sucks. Well, actually, it should get worse. That's the thing that I'm like mentally getting ready for it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, it's in October, though, right? So it should actually be getting colder.
0: It's at the end of hurricane season, so sometimes you still get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: We'll see. Hopefully it'll be cooler. I, I don't mind as long as it's just not crazy hot, but we'll be inside gaming anyways for that uh, Houston GT. Yeah. But what we're talking about today is we're actually talking about our latest three-game series that Dixon and I did. We used the pool from the June Houston GT, not Houston GT, but they do a monthly tournament. So when we do these matchups, sometimes Dixon and I pull from there because they always got, got a you know pool we can look at. And uh, when we do these episodes, we usually pick two masters from the faction we declare. Uh, But this time we kind of flexed a little bit because round three, I felt like playing something different Mm
1: -hmm. because I'm
0: still learning my guild matchups. So it's it's good for me to experiment and figure out what matchups are good into what. Um, So, yeah, we're going to use that and we're going to kind of examine it. We're going to look at how we think we would have finished in the event. And uh, yeah, we'll kind of go from there and say what we thought about it. But before we get into that, make sure that you guys are checking us out. You can do that on our Discord channel. Uh, there's people all around the internet. You can email me at the Rage Quit email if you want. Uh, you can send a patron message. I've had people on Patreon ask me for the Discord link. Just message somebody that's in the Malifaux community. Usually they can get get you the link or they can get a hold of it or hold of me and we'll get it to you. But we always got people kind of chatting on there. You can check us out on Twitter. YouTube channel is going to start getting videos posted again here soon. And then if you want to support us directly, you can do that at patreon.com/slash ragebitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar and you get the episodes early. You also get the link to join the chat while we're doing the live recording. So if you ever listen to an episode and you hear us answering questions, we only take them from patrons. We don't get them from Discord. We don't get them from email. We just purely do it for the patrons because we appreciate their support. And uh Generally, the patrons are cool. So if you're a cool person, join join our Patreon. <laughs> and then finally, if you want to support us indirectly, you don't want a subscription. Uh, when you buy stuff from Weird, you can use our affiliation link. You just have to go to Give Us Your Money. Please thank you, Weird.com slash ragequitwire. And uh, it'll give us a little bit to use for things for the podcast. For example, Doug just got me Jones in to play Marcus. So I'm kind of wanting to buy some Marcus stuff now so you Uh, guys may be feeding my addiction of malifo
1: so it hurts my soul that you wanted to play barkas
0: dude it just seems
1: fun not gonna lie the funny thing is like what was the the comment that you made let's see if you're honest about it sir i don't remember the comment (laughs) oh see that now you're just deflecting i picked (laughs) sonia and this man decides oh man this is just gonna be one of those games where you just like bully and harass me and i'm like bro i'm playing sonia and i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) Are you serious? I
0: gave you the little haha. I was trolling you a little bit.
1: Liar. Lies.
0: Dixon <laughs> tends to do that, though. I'm like, hey, let me try this new thing, and then Dixon just destroys me.
1: I mean, it's not, I'm not trying to. That's just your I... personality. <gasps> <laughs> Actually, I had a couple of games with Danger Pants uh, that I just basically replicated what you did to me, and uh, it was pretty gross. I don't know if he's upset about the last game, but I played Nelly too against him, and yeah, I just like, all right, this is a, a a Pete special. He's like, I don't like it at all. It's like, yeah, I <laughs> neither did I.
0: But you know, Nelly 2's good, but the the more I play Nelly 2, the more I'm kind of like there's just some stuff with Nelly One that I think you miss when you play Nelly Two. Um Yeah, because I think Nelly 2's inter Nelly 2's activation is more static. Like you're you're gonna do the teleport thing or you're gonna kind of make some things interact and you're gonna draw cards. And that's kind of it. Whereas Nelly one, you can like do some cheekier things. I wish there was, and I might be missing it, but I wish there was something that gave out more distracted. Um, Because one of her actions would be really good on your opponent. If you could give out and your own stuff, if you could just pulse out just ridiculous amounts of distracted, because you can reduce the distracted, I think, by like two to make them do an action or something.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, and that I would exist. be
0: really good, but there's never that much distracted on the table.
1: So, like, because I've, I've heard people say it's like, well, their minions actually have ways to give distracted. It's like, yeah, but they die in like one hit. That's kind of that's kind of what
0: I've uh, I I've found out. It's like the newsies, yeah, they can put it out. Uh, there's triggers built into some of the models where you can put out, but it's always plus one. Yep. I feel like it would be better if you could put out like some kind of distracted like aura where it's like, hey, if mm. you do something in this aura. You get distracted one or you know whatever yeah.
1: like flash photography yes. instead of being staggered and distracted plus one would be like distracted plus two would you or have a trigger or that?
0: have a trigger to get like another um distracted on there which there might be i can't remember
1: but i gotcha
0: but yeah i just i think for that to be good you just want more distracted and yes. yes you can like manipulate it where you put like plus one on a model when it gets distracted but it, it from playing now like four or five games with her, I've just found that it's hard to stack distracted because you got to think your opponent's playing the game, so they're either attacking to get the distracted down, or they're clearing conditions, or they're concentrating to get over it, or you know, it's just there's different reasons why that doesn't tick up as much as some other conditions.
1: Yep. yep. Also, like the 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 rare assi- uh, assist with quick yes. cure, which gives you it's basically a free assist. Yep. That's that's another one.
0: Yeah. So I'll go ahead and uh, I'll read off the pools real quick. It was just a one day tournament and then we'll say what factions we declared and then we'll get into round one. So uh, round one was cursed objects with vendetta, assassinate, hidden martyrs, catch and release and set the trap. Round two was covert operations and wedge deployment with breakthrough, sabotage, load them up in your face and secret meetup. And then round three finally was carve a path, the Pete special. In standard deployment assassinate leave your mark spread them out public demo and set the trap so let's go ahead and pull this up first off dixon which faction did you uh declare for this
1: so i declared explorers and then my keywords were uh umbra and um Wastrel. i always forget the name for Wastrel, but <laughs> i i say McCabe.
0: yeah and then i did guild because i've been playing a lot of guild and then i decided to do marshall and journalist uh, i did end up Throwing in augmented there as well, just because I wanted to test something out later in, in round three and we'll. Yep,
1: And I was completely fine with it.
0: Yeah. So but mainly I was focusing on journalist and uh and Marshall. So in round one, I declared the old uh Marshall keyword because honestly, I feel incursed. Marshall has some pretty good gameplay. They got good range attacks. They have good, uh, you know, you can bury. I play I. It's funny because I think most people would pick Lady J one because she just stabs th- stabs things, but I actually find that in when you play into cursed objects, people bring like hard to kill stuff, hard to wound stuff, hard you know this tanky blah blah blah, and Lady J I just too, death touch I think has more tools to kind of deal with some of that
1: stuff. It's so annoying.
0: Yeah, so I actually like her a lot into uh, into cursed. So who did you end up declaring for uh, for cursed?
1: So I declare Lucas McCain and I was like, all right, my defense eight, you know, abomination should be really good into this. And all of a sudden I see what Pete puts out and I'm like, why do you have so many stat seven attacks? This is not <laughs> so, okay.
0: <laughs> so playing against explorers, I think you have to recognize that there's going to be at least one botanist into like a crew. Actually, one want to any pool when you play against them, you could probably see a botanist. The botanist is really not very often a bad pick for explorers and and waste Rule can just like oh, i'm gonna remove this corpse i'm gonna remove this and blah 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 yep, so yep. those growth tokens are like get get stacked on them like first activation oh, so so, so i was like i need as many stat seven attacks as i as i can against explorers just for these stupid botanists and then he picked mccabe and i was like now i really need stat seven because i'm gonna be minus one stat if i'm next to these things yeah. so Building my list, I was like, okay, give me as many stat seven, which surprisingly, Lady J1 isn't stat seven, but Lady J2 is with her balanced sword. So I was like, okay, I got to play the second version. Plus, I think it's probably better here, anyways.
1: And then I want to like quick and uh, like explain show why I believe you are right on that. It's because Lady J1, yeah, she doesn't hit as often, but when she hits, she leaves a mark. Like, she I think she has access to critical strike and everything. Yeah, she does. Lady J2, though when she Mm -hmm. hits you she can also make you into undead and my guys don't have that many that much health so you don't have to bypass armor you don't have to do any of that stuff so i think hitting more consistently is better than hitting And not only
0: that but in this matchup specifically Mm -hmm. i could bury a model and then i could attack it and since i'm not next to it i don't get the minus one stat
1: exactly so like it's just like even more things on top of each other yeah i am gonna be stat like five instant in height stuff basically yeah uh but if you get me one time that's it well and and her
0: trigger for the ashwood coffin's good because i can risk it and be like i'm gonna try it on a botanist if it doesn't go off it has a built-in trigger for second chance to then try it on a second model so there's it's like if it goes off great if not i'll bury something else yep
1: yep and there's also like because a lot of people uh that you don't have infinite hands, so yep. uh, we. Well, at least me and, and Pete, whenever we play, we got into the swing where like we're trying constantly to like, uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, whenever you're, kind of baiting your opponent into this, uh, using his high card. Yeah. How would you call it? Call that just baiting it. Yeah, just baiting. Yeah, because like literally, we just go back Fishing, and forth, we're, trying like, to fish it out. Fish it out. That's that's the what I was trying to go for. Uh, because like I will attack you, or you attack me, and you will be like. Are you sure you're not uh, cheating? And you're like, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I, know. I know what's happening. Here.
0: Yeah, and uh, so I I started looking at just because I I went through all the guild stuff and I was like stat seven, stat seven, and I was like, you know, I don't declare double masters like ever, but I think Luke, Lucius Matheson Dishonorable is a really good pick because he's stat seven, and also the coffins are impassable, so. Or blocking whatever he needs for his hidden uh secret passage. Right. So I was like, oh, I can just, you know, put coffins out and he can teleport to him. That sounds good.
1: Yes. (laughs) Which technically did not happen in our game. But it could have. Yeah. The other thing that happened was the fact that you just basically did not miss. Yeah. That was like the big thing. (laughs) Yep.
0: I didn't bring my totem because I didn't want to give you free points. The, the totem just dies too easy for what's going on in uh, in this. So I just didn't bring it. I brought the Lone Marshal because, once again, a stat 7 attack is just good. And then, and plus it's range 14, so hopefully I can kind of just play keep away a little bit here. I brought the Jury because I was planning on burying stuff, so I was going to ping damage. Uh, also, you have some Obeys, so I could get more use out of my stat 7 attack, especially with the Lone Marshal. And... Yeah, just general, good, wholesome stuff. And then finally, I brought Watson for healing, plus he murders things. So, and
1: yeah, he's just good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Watson is just straight up AAG because he can assist eight inches away, get fast. So, like, free assist from eight inches away, plus he's a hardy model, and his knife is disgusting. Like, what is there not to like? Yeah,
0: and I only put lead line onto Lady J. I didn't put lead line on
1: anything else. Right. I thought that was a little bit weird, but I
0: gambled a little bit there. I had a lot of uh, henchmen and I had another master, so I wanted seven stones instead of five.
1: Gotcha.
0: So I was like, Lucius is going to be popping around. Lady J is pretty hard to kill. I have a healer. It's like, if, and plus I was looking at McCabe and I was, I just was thinking, like, McCabe doesn't have a ton of like, he has a little displacement, but not a lot. So I felt kind of like, I was like, if you're going to move me, you're going to move me like a few inches. Like you aren't going to kidnap somebody like eight inches away.
1: Yeah. It, but it does also do extra damage because of the extra movement. Like his whip, the trigger, if it doesn't move you, you don't take any extra damage.
0: I had plans for McCabe. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a minute. And what'd you yeah. bring, Nixon?
1: So I brought my McCabe list for curse objects, which is, uh, I, I did one exception. I usually only bring two bombs. this time. I brought three and I think that was a mistake. Uh the three bottom is Corpse Curator, Winston Finnegan, which I usually don't bring Finnegan, but because of your stupid uh whatchamacallit deployment, because I think it was this was the This the, was corner. Yeah, so I needed Finnegan to start placing forward. Uh, so I brought him instead of the uh the whatchamacallit, guy that Rough Rider. And finally Sid. Because Sid is actually very good in this mission. He's a twelve-inch gun, stat six, blow it all to hell, damage two three six. This man is a menace at twelve inches.
0: Yeah. So we kind of started getting into this thing, and I really didn't end up moving out a bunch because I have the range, and I I know your crew's very mobile. So I pretty much waited at the end of turn one. To send Lucius near your botanists, yep. And I just and I really just wanted to start harassing them. They were kind of at the bottom of the board, just trying to kind of flank. I think a little bit. Yes. So I kind of was just like, yeah, let's see what Lucius can do. Put a little damage out here. Uh, Lucius started gaining some attention from your
1: botanists. <laughs> the funny thing is, Lucius was the only thing that was like past the midline, turned four.
0: Yeah. It's no, I I, only I literally thing. didn't move across. I think, no, it was just Lucius. Nobody else moved on your side of the board.
1: Correct. what I say, it like literally, cause it, it wasn't until turn four that Lucius popped into my side of the table. Well, and I had reasons away. for that
0: because <laughs> I decided to take Vendetta and assassinate. So I took Vendetta with the Lone Marshal on Sid. So my whole plan there was just to, if you were going to shoot at somebody, the Lone Marshal is just going to be outside of your 12 and inside of my 14. And basically I had no Bay to kind of help keep me at that far range. So I took Vendetta for that reason. And then I took assassinate because I figured McCabe likes to be kind of in the action. So we're going to have chances to
1: pop him as well. That was Um, the, the downfall of McCabe. The fact that he was like a little too close.
0: Yeah. And you took catch and release, which is really good on those botanists.
1: Yeah. They're just Uh, some killable got slain monsters.
0: What was your second scheme though?
1: Uh, second scheme was Vendetta, Sid on, uh, I, I believe, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure it was Lucius. Uh, and yeah, I, I just right. didn't get it. Yeah. It was Sid versus Lucius and you killed Sid before he put Lucius at half health. Yeah. So I was like, oh snap. Cause it took me a while. Lucius with stones and the minus one was actually a lot harder to get to.
0: Yeah. I was kind of impressed cause he is, uh, he has flexible morality, so you have to, discard or have a positive to kind of get around that and then yeah if you have any kind of which sid, sid notoriously likes having focus on him because usually he has the upgrade where it's like oh if you cheat you get to draw a card
1: right but if he doesn't focus. like to yeah but he doesn't like to use the focus yeah. he likes to keep the focus
0: yep so that was kind of good because and there was so many conditions just from random things like getting buried and stuff that you know usually I could reduce it by one just by that. Um, It was kind of interesting though, because it was, Dishonorable's bonus is just dead because I didn't have any Mimic or Elite. (laughs) So that kind of sucked, but I'm telling you what, he's just, (laughs) those dagger-like claws are disgusting. Plus getting the free ski marker down every turn to get a free suit. You kind of played around it. You kept kind of covering it up. So I either couldn't see it or you picked it up. Yep.
1: Can't let me have nice things, I guess. I mean, I had to eat the damn thing. Like, it it was kind of funny because, like, you had Secret Passage with a trigger that allowed you to stagger me. And that was actually big because you would just, like, teleport into existence near something that you wanted to kill, get the plus flip to damage, and a stat 7 attack on a a top end of 5 damage. I was like... This is not good, and you can. I think you. Let me see. Yeah, you got critical strike. Yeah. So like, I was like, what the hell? Like, why is this so hard hitting?
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of nice, and it it this actually game inspired me to play a Lucius two game at the store, and I didn't hate it. I I could see myself playing some more Dishonorable. He's pretty fun. Yeah.
1: As we actually noticed in in our episode uh, for Neverborn, Lucius is the highest win rate in the faction. Yeah. Why yeah. I don't know.
0: And I, I tell you what, though, I mean, look at his stats. His stats are insane, dude. He's defense six, willpower seven. That's insane.
1: Yeah, he does nothing for his keyword. That's literally oh the only weakness God. that he has. So you have to uh, play. I mean,
0: he he does a little bit because they can benefit from that scheme getting a suit once per turn. Obviously, the bonus can heal them and move them and shuffle them around. Um, and then I think if you do down the wrong path, if you go within Melee of uh, Mimic or Elite, they can take a swing at him.
1: Um, it does. I just honestly, yes, he has a lot of things that are synergistic with his keyword, But he
0: doesn't need to.
1: But exactly. Also, his keyword doesn't actually gain anything uh, to survive. That's the big one that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and
0: there's no abilities that help his keyword. You'll notice on a lot of Masters, the abilities affect the keyword and crew that they bring. This one really doesn't. So... I think if you're one of those people that likes a all star crew, Lucius Two is great because you could just bring Lucius Two and then bring all the good stuff in guild and have a good time.
1: Yeah, yep. And if you do happen to bring a lawyer, he does get stuff with the lawyer.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a lot of situations you would bring a lawyer just because they're good. Yep. <laughs> Even with plus one making them seven stones, they're still good. But as this game kind of started going on, uh, it just it really kind of got grindy a little bit because nothing on the board was easy to kill really all the stuff on the board was pretty tough um i think a couple things ended did end up dying though i think i ended up popping um i ended up getting sadir and lucas actually got in a bad situation because i buried him
1: yes and that took you that took
0: you back a little bit
1: oh yeah i healed him back up to like i think it was seven towards the end of the game Mm-hmm. Uh, but you put him down to like two health, and because I healed him, I believe that's why Sadir died. Yeah, Sadir died because you literally had run me out of resources to keep him alive, and then you just went hard at him, and bloop, he. Was, that's it. Well, because
0: Dude. he Cedir <laughs> had dishonorable breathing down his neck, and then your master McCabe was getting buried and put in the boo box and getting stabbed by the jury. And getting stabbed by Lady J. And then you got unburied and took some damage. And then you ended up taking. uh, You had then the Lone Marshal and Watson staring
1: at you. Yep.
0: Yep. You were in a bad way.
1: So Sid took. Because it wasn't just the dagger. Because Sid actually survived a little bit longer because of this. Uh, He got shot by the jury. He got shot by the Lone Marshal. And he got shot by Watson. And then stabbed to death. By Lucius and I think he lasted still to like top of three. Yeah. Like literally top of three, then you activate Lucius and went, he's dead. Yeah, and I'm looking
0: at it and nothing died until turn four.
1: Yeah. Like yeah.
0: that's pretty insane.
1: I killed one model. I forgot which one it was. I think it was uh fucking your uh jury, but I'm not even sure.
0: Uh yeah, I don't remember who it was either. I just remember he ended up just finally getting somebody yeah um but yeah i ended up getting both for vendetta and then both for assassinate i scored vendetta on turn uh four i mm-hmm. actually I think i think i actually scored it maybe on turn three it was turn three or four and then i killed you on four or five to get Vendetta.
1: Five. so well the vendetta you got me on i think it was like four yeah yeah well but, it was turn four but five you somehow killed mckay from seven health all the way down to zero well <laughs> yep. i shouldn't say somehow because I had no armor. I only had the stats, and I had no more stones. So and you were in the middle of my crew, <laughs> and I was in the middle of your crew, and you just went, just like end him. <laughs>
0: yeah, and really, I I did most of my fighting on my deployment line. I really didn't move too much,
1: dude. You're like the the literally when I said when I said that the only model was past the midline was Lucius. Like that was uh, like, Lone Marshal was too. He was kind of zigzagging back and forth. He though. never crossed the midline. No, he was like five <laughs> inches. From the midline at the farthest from your point, and then side.
0: he and then he running gun back to shoot more.
1: Yeah, all he did like literally, those those pretty cool because like I would try to move forward and still be safe and be within twelve inches of, of something important, which was usually Little Marshal. and then Little Marshal would be like charge, <laughs> just slightly <laughs> away. It's like God dang it!
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's one of those things where. It was really just attrition and positioning because i i had the advantage with range attacks mm-hmm. um so i just needed to keep my range 14 gun alive as long as possible and i yep. think that that's what will be the day i think honestly i think yeah. i think the gun and then lady j burying and pinging like important stuff to death
1: it was uh you did a des- desperation move I, it wasn't exactly that but it was like it was a very aggressive move with lady j where you like moved her forward close to the midline, grab McCabe, and then run back to your deployment well, zone.
0: that's the great thing about Lady J Death Touched is you can move up if you need to. Ideally, you don't want to. Ideally, you want somebody else to move her up. But in this list, I really didn't have that option. Uh, normally, that's what I do. But since I didn't, I walked up because she's speed six, so she's pretty fast. Yep. And then she has a six-inch range Ashwood coffin. And then once I bury your master... I'm able to then charge and I can target things that are buried. So I just charge another six inches back where I was, take a swing, do my bonus and then call it good.
1: And, and you, you kept that up. You literally would like pop a, a coffin into existence, like bring your own cover and line of sight blocking. Cause like you ignore it, but my, but I didn't. So you were constantly behind one and I had to like reposition rotate, attack. Yeah, again. Because, like, what the hell is happening? Because if I get
0: cover from that, I mean, a lot of my stuff becomes like defense six and seven.
1: Correct. Yeah, so it was it was hard to deal with.
0: But I will say the, the reason why I like Death Touch into Cursed Objects is there's just a lot of counter tech. You put out Distracted when you bury stuff. You ping it when it comes back down. If your opponent places a bunch, you ping them when they get close to Lady J. You have heals with uh, Equilibrium, which can also do damage to your opponent. You can pulse out focused off of a coffin once per turn, which is real good, which can be a bonus. So that's more flexible. Uh, The coffins make it where your opponent can't heal. So all those demise abilities that are like, oh, you heal too and you're alive again. It's like, no, that doesn't work if they're next to a coffin. And then, so she's really good at finishing off models. She can also bury you if you're buried or undead. She ignores hard to kill, hard to wound and demise. So once again, getting rid of all that crap that you're going to see in cursed objects.
1: I mean, I absolutely hate the fact that if you're also within one inch, you're undead. That one's like the big one that I have an issue with. Because mm-hmm. like your keyword is famous for being very good against undead because of random triggers or abilities. And she's just like, there's a coffin right next to you. You're undead now and my entire crew just <laughs> goes live. i like, uh, come on, dude. The, other thing,
0: the <laughs> only thing that I would say that she doesn't like is armor. But if you're really, if you go against like an armor matchup, you can just give one of her shooty guns the upgrade. And then now you have armor piercing. Um, I think it's on a tome or something. Yes. So it's it's good.
1: It's super dumb. It's super dumb.
0: Oh, so <laughs> annoying. Um, so, yeah, this one was a close game. Uh, you ended up getting both your catch and release because it's just hard to kill botanists. They're just for yeah. five or six stones, whatever they are. They're one of the hardest models to deal with in the game. Yeah. Yeah so you scored both for that and you got one for the curse to put you at three and then i got two for curse two for vendetta and two for assassinate so i ended up getting it six three
1: yep yep uh i mean the fact that we were both very hard to kill it was uh it was grindy yeah it was super grindy like i want to say like the first three rounds of our game was basically repositioning two inches from each other yeah (laughs) Yeah. that was like and yeah move a little back here and dixon (laughs) i mean
0: We play a lot of games, so did it surprise you that I really wasn't as aggressive in this game, that I just kind of stayed on, like, right outside my deployment zone?
1: No, no, that's actually how you, like, I'm sorry. I know that it sounds like you're a very aggressive player, but, like, you're more defensive trenches kind of guy. Like, once you're in the trench, I will cut you. That's basically how you like to play, or at least how I perceive it. How you you perceive
0: it. That's interesting, because... Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I like to see kind of I do wait for movement and positioning to occur. Yeah. And then once I see that it looks like there's an opening, then I usually go into it. You're right. I guess I usually don't just charge headlong into yeah. it, but I, I usually don't stay on my back line.
1: No, I try, I am the one that like I try to do a blitzkrieg, and I think that you've gotten to a point that we're, maybe like, that's why I've that's
0: maybe that's why I've adapted to that because I'm just yeah. like all right, Dixon's coming in here hot and heavy. I just need yep, to be ready yep. for it. I
1: don't know how many times you're Like Dixon, you just like completely out of position of everything. I was like, it's fine. They're gonna catch up the next turn. Well, and then and next turn the rest of my crew arrives, and you're like, what is happening? Well,
0: and there is a time for that, right? That's like that last, that last game we played where I shoved the peacekeeper at you, which we'll talk about. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't the smartest move, but it it ended up working ironically in the end. We'll get to that in round three. And there's been times where you've thrown a model right in me. I'm like, man, this is kind of really, but you
1: know, it, it ended up working for you. Dude, that's just a guild move. I don't know how many times I got a, either an emissary or a peacekeeper dropped into the middle of my crew. For no
0: reason. I was just standing there and all of a sudden a peacekeeper was in my face.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hey, it's right here. Have fun. Oh, my oh, God.
0: God. Yeah, I'm happy uh, Photon <laughs> got that Lady J iconic model. And I'm like, Photon, you gotta paint that up so I can see that model. I haven't seen it in, in real life or in pictures a lot. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but when all these like sweet models get released in Malifo, it seems like it takes forever for people to paint them up and get them like posted online.
1: There's and I'm like, reason.
0: I'm like, paint, paint, and post, so Pete can get ideas on how to paint his stuff.
1: There's good reason, dang it! You know that it's because they don't want to ruin such a good model.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think that is one of the intimidating things is when people don't see like uh, examples. They're like, oh, how do I want to paint this? Uh, you just got to be brave, people. You just got to be brave and put some paint on it.
1: <laughs> Yo, uh... photon is out here collecting them.
0: Yeah. It's like yes. the, uh, it's like the power stones photons, collecting all the iconic models. He's going to make <laughs> in an infinity gauntlet of iconic models.
1: Uh, yes. Sonia, Titania, and lady J. Damn.
0: I tell you what, that Teddy iconic is super cool looking and the person I'd have to actually go back and get the name. I can't remember off the top of my head, but, uh, they sent me an email saying like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I got this dreamer one and it's pretty much inspired me to go ahead and get all the nightmare stuff so thanks and i was like oh that's really cool i'm glad that you know that iconic mile model has inspired you to collect the whole keyword
1: <laughs> uh photon says the teddy looks awesome did you guys see the archie one i'm like i have not i think or i think I they did, just I, about it.
0: I think they just spoiled it i can't remember what it looks like though hmm. well Arch- Archie, if I, I tell you, I hate Rezzers, but if I played Rezzers, I would play the crap out of Archie just because I love him.
1: I, he's like the man of my existence. I, I can't possibly be happy with him.
0: Well, well, you hate him because you play Pandora and he's just yes. like, I don't care. I don't care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He Lose just makes me, me angry. <laughs> he just makes me angry. Yeah. Or you can put,
0: <laughs> you can also put it on here, Photon, if you find a picture, you can just, you should be able to add it on there. Yeah. but um so yeah i ended up getting round one and i was surprised i don't do double masters so i kind of felt like a douche but um <laughs> but it worked
1: <laughs> i don't think you should feel like a douche because when we go and meet each other at the at texas you know that people are going to be doing double masters it's i don't know i didn't
0: i didn't see a lot of when i went last year i didn't see a lot of texas dudes playing double masters uh, i'm not saying they didn't at all Mm. Uh, I just don't recall seeing it like a lot, so
1: okay. Maybe um, in in the packet they changed their mind. I don't
0: know. No, I don't think it was a packet thing. I just think, um, I just think that they just didn't. It's just not something I think the meta does traditionally. Okay. Um, I think that's more of an uh, an East Coast thing, honestly. Oh, okay. Because I th- I know a lot of the Virginia and like Northeast dudes and Cody specifically um, in North Carolina play a ton of double masters, so. Um, yeah, I just haven't seen it a ton in Texas, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's some people that do just cause it, it, I, I hate double masters, but I can see the appeal of it. Like it was fun. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll get into round two, uh, Pete's one Oh Dixon's own one. So Dixon's trying to recover round two into covert ops wedge deployment. So getting hot, hot and bothered, breakthrough, sabotage, load them up in your face and secret meetup so Dixon what did you end up bringing into uh round two
1: so this time I fixed the list I went yeah. back to like the classic McCabe to uh too because like like what you know is Go, because he constantly like why do you what do you name it that I'm like he's Indiana Jones
0: and, it and goes. every single
1: time I just hear the song wake me up it's time to go go and you're like that's not the song Dixon It's like I don't care <laughs> that is Canon in my head
0: <laughs> wake me up before you go go that's, that's how it goes
1: <laughs> anyway but yeah so my two botanists the Rough Rider with the flush with cash Corpse Curator Jin Bakra. you love that sexiest man model. alive yeah Desper for LaRoe because we're doing cover-ups and I need more mobility than I need damage and then, and Dixon you know,
0: likes it. stealing soul stones
1: hey it works the less resources you have the more I can do it's true the same but yeah that's it that's uh the tried and true and i love it
0: yeah and though you do bring i think you took the same thing you usually do yeah you put flush with cash on the rough rider is there is there any specific reason you do that just so it doesn't die
1: immediately no 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 it's specifically for the well it's a it's a mix of two things yes one uh i i I believe i had a, a scheme with him Uh, and two, uh, the, the, the minion specific one allows me to discard three cards and draw three cards. So yeah, exactly. So I don't have a good way to draw cards in this, uh, faction. This is the best way. So that's the main reason why.
0: Yeah. So I ended up bringing Nelly, uh, specifically voice of disorder, and I did this for two reasons. One, I was kind of like i want to see how good nelly's keyword is into covert ops because i'm kind of i some people like her there i don't think i do um Mm. part part of it is because she doesn't have a lot of engagement ranges so it's harder for me to deny the strat markers um so that was one problem and i also started looking at the pool and i was like okay there's breakthrough and secret meetup and there's in your face and sabotage. So I was like I could do this stuff and I, I think she's a little more mobile and doesn't have to stay in a certain area just because of some of her actions. So mm. I brought Nelly 2 with Leadline Coat, uh the Printing Press of course, August Hart because he just goes really well with Nelly 2. Uh yeah. Undercover Reporter just because I knew you were going to bring some minions and <laughs> he's he's pretty good. I've I've started to respect the under, the Undercover Reporter more yeah. and more. And I guess we were having a tickle fight with Jin and the undercover reporter buried on the sideboard, but not really doing anything
1: to each other. They were having a drink. They don't have to fight. They were just having a drink.
0: Uh, And then I brought Allison Dade with Fiona Gage with a lead line coat and then a guild mage uh, for reasons. So I ended up picking and I thought this was so stupid of me. I mean, so I kind of took the Dixon approach here with Schemes. I was like, okay, let's take one that I know I can score, and let's take one that I I I've wanted to try, but I I've been timid to try. So I brought secret meetup, which I never take, right? And and I brought breakthrough, and this is exactly why this pisses me off because breakthrough is easy, especially with the undercover reporter. Yes. And secret meetup, there was a pretty big, uh, it was like a bunch of barrels or something in the middle-ish of the board. So I was like, okay, I can worst case scenario. I have August Hart. I can use him to teleport him wherever and I can take your, I think I picked your curator and I was like, and I can, if, if I need to place that. And there was a point in the game where literally you had one hit point left on your curator and I had to make the decision of, do I just kill this thing or do I try to score my first point of secret meetup? But if I kill it, then I don't get it at all. Right. And I decided to to try and score it because I was like, I need to see if I can score this well and how much it's gonna suck if I if I don't kill this curator and try to score. And there was this whole debate going on in my head. And Dixon was very confused why the curator was alive.
1: <laughs> yeah. I healed them back up to like five health. Well, even before and, that,
0: like there was, I think, two or three activations where you only had like one hit point on the curator.
1: Yes. And I was like, well, the curator already did his job for this turn. So until the end of the turn, none of these models. Can actually engage anybody, so I'm gonna get my point. Goodbye, curator. And then the first activation happens. Second activation happened I'm like, why are you alive? Third activation happens. All right, Pete, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, and
0: by by the time that it could have possibly gotten set up again, the game was just too engaged and tangled for me to do this. But even before we got to that point, what we were talking about in round one, this is where you literally just shot McCabe into the middle of my crew.
1: Yeah, yeah, this, and then the botanist followed through on the next turn. Like everybody was in your, yeah, your you, department.
0: you set this like super tanky, just beady line on my side of the 50. And if I wasn't playing Nelly too, I would have been effed super hard. Yeah. Well, because, uh,
1: actually, it's a combination of both. If you had been playing, say, Marshall, I wouldn't have done that because well, yeah. you guys have more than enough tools to deal with McCabe by himself.
0: Oh, yeah, McCabe would have gone bye bye.
1: Correct. So it, you you basically were in that thin line where like, I'm not going to be able to kill you, but I'm going to be so disrupted that you're not going to be able to kill me either.
0: Well, and it's not even about killing. You were preventing me from getting on the strategy
1: markers. Correct. That's what I mean by disruption. Like, yeah, I'm engaging you, but you're not engaging me. I get points, you know.
0: Yeah. So I had to and it, it worked out fine for a little bit because I was able to use. Well, one. I was using Nellie's ability to uh, spread the word, to give your stuff bad conditions and give mine good conditions. So that really blunted a lot of your attacks that you were trying to do. And then on top of that, I was hitting false reality. I moved August Hart into the middle of the board. I moved, uh, I think, hmm, can't remember if it was Fiona or whoever, but I moved them on the other side of your botanists. So I was able to get into position with false reality. Whereas, If I was playing Nelly one, I think that would have been a little more challenging to kind of get around. I would have had to, you know, it would have been good, though, because I could have tried to twist your ideals to make your botanist like charge and do stuff. Yes. So that would have been good. So I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out Nelly. She's one of those keywords that I think you just it's kind of like uh, Zoraida. Mm -hmm. I feel like with Nelly, there's so many good options that you really need to just get your reps in.
1: Yeah, that, but, I think that was a big one because you sent out August hard to kill the, the, the curator, but you ran out of cards.
0: Well, no, I dude, I could have killed the curator, but I was like, I need to get this secret meetup point.
1: Oh, like I literally had the works. action.
0: I had the actions and I had the cards. I could, I, I, made the decision not to to see if I could score the point. Because I, I literally spoiler, I sur- I didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I survived on, on like I cheated a high card and you decide not to cheat. Yeah, So that's what it was. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, because if I kill you there, I'm just out of that first point, which is you both have to be within
1: three of the uh, of the terrain piece. And then I even... I ran away from you anyway.
0: Yeah, but you were still... I still technically could have gotten you back there, but mm-hmm. the problem is it was just too muddied up at that point and it just wasn't worth yep. the
1: AP, I think, to do it. Oh, okay. man.
0: Um, it's... And then... The end point for Seeker Meetup is if there are two or more friendly scheme markers in base contact with a chosen uh, train piece, gain two VP or one VP. So I, I think I probably should have just killed you and gone and just accepted not scoring one and just got the end point. Huh. That, that, that's probably what I should have done, but I was really testing to see if I could get this scheme.
1: Man, because I remember I barely won this match. But I don't remember exactly what happened after this.
0: No. So what ended up happening is you ended up, uh, you ended up killing my stupid guild mage. Right. And then after you killed the guild mage, you started going into just some other things. You killed the printing press because you ignore armor. Uh, and then it, you basically just had it positionally where I had that dead scheme. Mm-hmm. The curator wasn't dead. And I was going to score a breakthrough, but I also, because I was engaged and your pieces were just a little more mobile than mine at certain points, and you were just engaging me in the right spots, and I was out of... I I basically was just out of position trying to chase after this stupid secret meetup scheme yeah. where I just wasn't in a position to win. So after turn three, I was like, Dixon, this scheme's dead to me. It's like, you got your points. It's yeah. like, I'm good. It's like, you yeah, like this one.
1: Because I remember, I remember like, I'm a, uh, we... We, I think it was bottom of three when we like, I said it's like I'm about to score a breakthrough what, and what? in your face. Yeah, and uh, and you're like, oh. Yeah, as soon, as soon as worked. you
0: as soon as you scored both of them, I was like, okay, you got it. Because yeah. I could have kept it close, but once you said you were gonna score both of them, I was like, okay, yeah, you're gonna get this by at least a point or two.
1: Yeah, because I was like, all right, I'm gonna get in your face, and depending on whether or not you kill uh the LaRo, that's is just gonna score me, you know, in your face at the last point. So I was like, no. it's up to you. <laughs> but you haven't scored I think you scored one point by turn three. Uh, I silly. scored,
0: I scored two because of breakthrough.
1: Okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was like, geez. <laughs> yep,
0: just because I only got a point on covert ops because of the undercover uh, reporter has uh, deadly pursuit. Mm. So he, he, you were like, I am going to engage you with McCabe, and uh, you were like, oh crap, he has deadly pursuit. Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so if I activate McCabe, I charge here, I engage, blah blah blah, and then I was like, wait, look at the undercover reporter. He has deadly pursuit. Never mind. There's nothing I can do to stop this point. <laughs> no, really, there was like I, I was like I looked and and there was no way to grab both points. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I I don't know. I'm. It was a good game. Like it was decently close for a little bit until yep. I think turn once I didn't kill the the um, the curator and I didn't score like my first covert point. I was just kind of like it was going good until I just was. It, it was a little hair it's funny yep. with a crew like nelly where if you're just a little out of position it's kind of amazing how quickly a game can slip when you're a crew like
1: that yeah also like uh there was a point where mckay was able to remove a corpse i think i killed somebody i remove a corpse, and i was in a perfect position to put up um the sword and the sword cleaves through your girl uh, your tank what's her name fiona
0: yeah, it cleaves through. Well, that's how you killed my totem with McCabe. And then you kicked it, I think, to a botanist. And you were going to start doing work on Fiona. And yep. yeah, it was the only thing that was really keeping Fiona up and running was she was sitting on a scheme marker. So she's just getting positives.
1: Correct. That was it. That was like at the end of the the the, the round that I passed up that sword, I was like, I'm just going to get another sword and finish the job.
0: Yeah, so I do like Nelly. I just need to get more and more reps with her. Mm -hmm. to figure out where I like. I don't think I like her into covert ops generally. And this is just me. I know some people like groups like Nelly because you can move stuff around and you're, you know, slowing crap down and make them inefficient. But I like crews where I can also deny a little bit better without having to interact. So literally if I just have a two inch reach model, I can just walk and deny you. Yep. And that's a lot easier than being like, because yeah, Nelly, I could have, there's plenty of things in Nelly's crew where it's like, Okay, we're gonna duel. Okay, I won. Now I can push you. But if it has like lead line coat, planted roots, and all this crap, okay, I don't push you. Yeah. Um Okay, I can obey you. But if I don't win the duel, then it doesn't work. Or if I black joker. Whereas literally, if I just have a two inch reach model, it's just like, okay, you don't score.
1: Yep. Yep. This is the the weird pick. I'm sorry. This is the mission where a weird pick like the emissary or the peacekeeper just randomly wins you the game. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have a crew that well, doesn't have any and armor. And there's
0: a, uh, there's a, a list that a lot of Nelly players like, um, and I, I actually like it too, where it's a Nelly one list and it has a peacekeeper in it. I played against you in flank with the story keyword and oh. you just stayed back and I just couldn't get to you quite in time.
1: Yeah. I think that was cursed though.
0: Yes, it was. Yeah, but yeah. What I'm saying is like a game, like guard the stash, if I bring something more like a peacekeeper in there to kind of hold down the middle, that probably works a little better.
1: Yes because I have to be in the center too. I can't just be, because that was the, the, the problem in that game is curse object. I find that uh, if you have a way to stay at a range, which is why when you switch out to your strategy with the, the martial keyword, that was just great. Because uh, your guns are better than my guns and you yeah. literally stayed at that two inch. That was like the difference between <laughs> the little range was like, Yeah, and, and it worked great. So I yeah. did the exact same thing back then and then you did it to me this time. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, all I'm saying is I think that matchups matter more nowadays, Yeah. even even with the OP keywords, because there's yeah, like four like keywords said, that I've d- just taken over. I think,
0: a think there's a Nelly list that I could have built that would have just played against McKay better. This one did an okay job. I just don't think I piloted it as good as I needed to, to win the game. And then you really set a good line to really make me have to adjust. And I did an okay job, but it really it made it where my bubbles didn't interact as clean as they should to ensure that I have a good game. So that's kind of where I think it fell apart. Yep. But so we ended up uh one, one at this time. So both sitting pretty good because in a that's the cool thing about a one day tournament. If you're one, one going into round three, you still got a chance to place, right? So right. you're probably looking at if you win your third game. So you go two and one, you're probably going to end up somewhere around fourth or third that's usually kind of how it is depends yeah. on the differential and how many players um but you'll at least be in the top quarter usually if you win your and go 2-1 but uh this one was carve a path into standard this one was also assassinate leave your mark spread them out public demo and set the trap <coughs> so
1: and i believe i got violently destroyed this game <laughs> well,
0: so there was a couple of things I could have picked Nelly. And I think Nelly obviously is really good into this because I can sit on the markers and be like, cool, if you interact, I control it. Um, and I know that's good and I'm going to eventually get reps with it. But I actually also have been playing Hoffman one. And I wanted I asked Dixon, I was like, hey, Dixon, I want to try Hoffman one. I want to see if he's good into carve. Yep. So because I think just because I can give out so much fast, he probably is. I just want to see how good it is. So Dixon obliged and was like, yeah, go ahead. So yeah,
1: we both need the reps.
0: Definitely. So I ended up bringing, uh, let me
1: go back real quick because that's not it. You want to go ahead and share your list, Dixon? Yeah, I, I mean, I can, yeah, exactly. Uh, so this time I went with my Umbra uh, because I honestly uh, misread one of the rules on double agent. I picked double agent. Uh-huh. uh because i thought that stick to the plan said do any action that's not a bonus action but it's actually the inverse yep you just only bonus. <laughs> do bonus actions so i assume i could use that action from double agent to keep you know pushing the marker and stuff and yeah. i could not re address you know that that mistake and that's the main reason why i lost i lost both my strategy markers i think it was like turn two
0: yeah. You just kidnapped
1: them and then I just never saw them again.
0: Yeah, so we'll we'll get into that definitely, but you tried out double agent, which I actually like double agent quite a bit.
1: Yeah. Oh, let me just say real quick that it's yeah. very basic. It's just Gibson, Jin, Corvus, Eva, an operative, a botanist, and then I chose the upgrade that allows me to summon Davis twice. So I got Davis for the rest of the game.
0: Yeah. And you put flush with cash onto the operative.
1: Which actually worked out uh, until like I decided not to stone for some reason. I, I regret that decision.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. I took I took Hoffman one with the attendant with uh, Howard Langston with a lead line coat, uh, Melissa Core a peacekeeper. I brought an orderly because I actually the more I've been putting them on the table, the more I'm happy with them. So I'm kind of just randomly putting them in lists and seeing where I like them. Yeah, uh, because I I just think they got buffed pretty good. They're pretty decent. Dixon's like, why is this stat six <laughs> on yeah, this why move? Is
1: this, why is this movement six? And you're like, creep along. Hey, they're orderlies, man. They get their steps yeah. in. Yeah, They randomly move <laughs> 18 inches in one turn. I'm like, yeah, you got um, to
0: be quick to, you know, uh stick those needles in people.
1: Yeah, they don't survive long once I get into them, but it doesn't matter. They did their points. And 18 then inch move.
0: In case people didn't know, it turns out Luisa Fusi she's a she's a construct. So uh, that was
1: the most broken interaction, and I didn't want to accept that I was broken up until I saw you in turn three. I was like, you so, know, fuck this. this is done. It turns <laughs>
0: out when you overcharge a friendly construct, which includes Luisa, giving her uh, fast and a power token is pretty good, <laughs> and because. So, and you're like, okay, it doesn't matter that Luisa has the power token, but you got to keep in mind Hoffman one can move power tokens to other models. Plus he can use a friendly constructs power token in within six inches. So even if Hoffman's out, if Luisa's is nearby, he can just use hers because she's never going to use it. Yeah. But the bigger thing is she's fast. So Luisa with three regular actions and discarding to get a fourth action and her bonus with a reposition on it just to get more movement or you know also if you fail that duel you can't interact so that hurts on this scheme didn't come up
1: this game but uh, it's
0: she is so good with Hoffman one
1: bro like it was it was gross when I had to deal with an overcharge uh whatchamacallit like Luiza with fast was super broken yes like I get that part but having to deal with emergency power transfer where you Because you pulse out all the power tokens, and then you transfer power tokens from one model to, I think it was the Peacekeeper first, and then you did it again and passed it to uh, the the Steam board, whatever his name is, the big guy, Howard. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Because I I don't know how many times I was like, you're at negatives, and you're like, I'm going to use a power transfer. I mean, I'm going to use a power Power token. token. Power token again, power token again. I'm like, "Ah." power through it,
0: man. (laughs) But the biggest thing, so as it was funny because I kind of, I saw an opportunity and I was just like, I had the peacekeeper kind of like stacked up and ready to go. And I noticed that your uh, little duder, your little botanist botanist was kind of just sitting there with a carve marker. And I was like, you know, this is really throwing my peacekeeper out there. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can take. Let's see how long he lasts there. I made him
1: die for his sins, but he did kill the botanist. Well,
0: I ended up charging, and (laughs) I flipped two severes on the damage with the Peacekeeper. Yeah, Do like six or seven damage, and just end up killing the botanist turn one.
1: Yep. Uh, You killed two models. Oh, yeah. You killed the botanist, and because I misplaced Ava, Ava didn't have a way to protect herself, and then you killed Ava. So yeah, because
0: because Howard went that way and then charged yes. and killed Ava, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I turned reposition- two, but yeah. Yeah, because I had to reposition to address the peacekeeper. And yeah. then I did address him and he did die. But because well, of that, then- the thing
0: is though, I felt kind of good about it because one, one, you flipped a red joker, so you got a little lucky there, which is fine. Right. Correct. Luck happens. Yeah. But you also had to waste uh I think you had to waste Rook's activation, and then you had to do Ivan twice to think. To, to, I think, finally put the Peacekeeper down.
1: Yes. I also cheated because this is one of those times before you read it correctly that I used the the, the bonus action on Ivan yeah. to give Corvus a charge. Mm. So, like, yeah, yeah. So on top of all of that, you, you are correct that it was way too um, easy and free because yeah. it was wrong. I did it wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got one extra action out of it. So, I mean, Two. I think... Well, I caught it the second time, I think.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. No, no, I mean, for the purpose of killing your your Peacekeeper. Damn. But yes, the the second time around, you're like, Dixon, what are you doing?
0: I was that's like, well, I'm doing stick
1: to the plan. <laughs> and you're like, that's only a bonus action. I was like, no, no, it's... And I read it again, uh... and I was like, false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
0: I mean, that botanist... Because here's the thing. I mean, losing the Peacekeeper obviously sucks. But the fact that you wasted two very good models activations to kill it and you don't have the botanist to move your carve marker now, and uh, what's-her-face ended up dying to Howard. Yep, Ava. Yeah, Ava. You really didn't have much left to kind of push the rocks around. So Louisa, who was fast every turn, just was doing donuts in the parking lot. I threw my carve markers over to, I threw one of them specifically over to the um, orderly. orderly. So the orderly was just kind of like, You know, dirtling along, you know, I'm going to push, creep, push. And then (laughs) Luis is in the middle, like Dixon's going to take his, his markers back. And then I'm going to throw mine over there. And you even got it into my deployment zone. But then I use the mechanical attendant to kick it back because you forgot he wasn't insignificant.
1: Because I, I, I I said, oh crap, I mixed these guys up all the time. Cause there's another one. Yeah. You mixed them up with the
0: automaton or whatever.
1: Yeah. Whatever that guy's name is. They're both similar point costs. But yeah, yeah uh, so then loisa it didn't even matter that because Loiza would fast, could just like go through my models, grab the thingy, and then do it again. And it was yep. just like, ah, my God. <laughs> stop this! Yeah, and
0: and then meanwhile, you had I after I killed Ava, I brought Howard down. You had this stupid Deva chasing after Howard, and you just basically were trying to slow Howard down while he went over to your carved marker, and then. Chucked your carve marker back.
1: <laughs> I put him down to four health. He
0: was great. Well, it, terrifying and lead line code on Howard is big.
1: That is enormous. Oh my God. Cause it, it was like everything I couldn't move him. So I couldn't reposition him and he had two armor and he had terrifying. Like it's way too much. It's just then, too many layers of defense. <laughs>
0: well, and let's not forget that Melissa core started machine gunning models down too. So you also yeah. had Melissa just starting to gun models down. She's the one that killed Ava, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she finished off Ava and she killed the operative because for some reason you chose not to give me a stone?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think at that point uh, I did the math in my head because I was trying to kill your master Mm -hmm. to get my two points of assassinate. That's the main reason
0: why. I will say that Jin's there's a super sneaky little interaction that you had with Jin, because Jin has the same thing as the undercover reporter, where it's like it's a low-ish damage attack, but you have crit strike. It's hidden blade, but it ignores yep. armor just straight up. So it's, it's one open. two it's one two four, but it, as long as you can declare suits, right? Uh, it's going to be two three five, and you are yep. ignoring armor, so it didn't matter that I was armor two because you are just like cool, take two, cool, take two, cool, take yep. two at least. Um, but then the Davas can copy attacks.
1: Correct. And that was a big one because I I think I failed every single Deva, and I was not about to cheat like an 11.
0: Yeah, you you finished. You uh, failed to get the mimic off on, I think, all but maybe one. (laughs) No,
1: no, no. All of them. Oh, you failed all of them. Every single time. I think I did it three or four times and none, none of them succeeded. And I was like, I I guess I'm just going to hit you normally. (laughs) I'm not going to cheat this 11.
0: Yeah, and it's an opposed duel if you target a non-friendly because there was a time where I think you tried to get uh, Melissa's gun.
1: It's a tactical action, actually. So I literally I didn't have to get permission at all. Yeah, uh, I just didn't succeed. Dude, like yeah, literally, because you're not targeting
0: run. a model. It just select one target within six.
1: Yes, it has to not be a master. That's it. And it
0: can't be a bonus.
1: Yep. And, and it it can't attach upgrades and crap. But yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh i just, I just need it one time. None. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you were going to probably get at least one point off your assassinate. No, I got Maybe. them both. Well, no, we, we didn't get to where you actually killed Hoffman. We just got no. to the point where you were like, okay, I'm going to get my at least one assassinate point. And if I don't put resources in, you'll probably kill him.
1: Uh. Okay. Well, I remember you, well, y- you also, them,
0: yeah. well, well, I could, I mean, you, it wasn't a for sure thing because you do have to remember that Hoffman has protected construct. Yeah, I know. So I can definitely bring something over to kind of help mitigate that. But I definitely think you got at least one. You probably got two, depending on how I reacted throughout the game. Yep. Um, what was your second uh, strat or scheme, though?
1: Uh, I, let me see. I believe it was leave your mark. And I just, there was no resources for me to actually leave a, uh, uh, first, you'd left one in the middle of the table. And secondly, I didn't have the action economy to actually get to the middle of the table and drop Dude.
0: One. And that was just a fast Louisa. Cause I, I went, I moved your marker down, moved my marker down, did, uh, claim the land, dropped a scheme underneath of Louisa to for yep. the leave your mark point. And then I was like, cool. And I'm going to discard a card to then push the marker again. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. It
1: was. It was so obscene because, like, she can claim the land, like, literally being able to do claim the land, interact, interact, and then drop a, a a fucking, whatchamacallit, a strategy marker all the way forward, then heat a battle and move towards it. It was like, what is happening? What uh, is this?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't suspect that she's going to stay unnerved for a while. So, uh, I I mean, I think, I think the next time that I just, I don't see a way that tolls keyword comes out untouched in this next errata, whenever that is.
1: I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't, I, if they're going to do nerfs in a large swath, the entire book of madness is just like broken.
0: Yeah. There's, I think in every, honestly, every keyword except for maybe castor, Mm because Castor seems fair to me. I don't see anything yeah. super broken with him. Yep. But everything else, I can see at least one model that gets touched and kind of toned down.
1: Yeah, and what I mean, when we mean Castor, I want to specify it's the return keyword, right? Yeah. I mean, at least in my case, whenever I say... Yeah, I don't think... Angler, I think
0: return's fine.
1: Yeah, angler, the only thing that I have a personal <laughs> issue with is the, uh, the trigger. That's it. So, like, if they either remove the trigger, which I personally don't like, I like the changing the trigger on the uh, the, the shockwave to make it so that you don't drop a tide marker on the mace somebody directly that's the only yeah, one that that's i that's kind like of what change.
0: i'm saying is there's like one, at least one model in every keyword except for uh, return that probably could get touched and yeah. and in the bayu one i agree i just think it's that that bonus action yes. and i would be okay with the trigger staying there if they just removed or just even even reducing it from stat 7 to 6 and leaving the trigger i'd be okay with that that seven's rough
1: i'm still not a fan of of leaving that trigger uh i mean the the you know the time marker thing Yeah, I, I know
0: i know you you said like it should be a create and not drop
1: yeah even i'm saying even with your change even yeah. with your change i specifically it's because like, it's just at that point there's almost no cost
0: yeah and then in this game uh yeah i ended up getting my carve things so i think you only ended up getting one point from carve
1: yep turn and, at one, that, that's it.
0: And, and once you you had them pretty much gone. You were like, and it doesn't matter if I score my schemes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just like, the only thing that I can score is, uh, what you would call it. Uh, uh, assassinate. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty fucking <laughs> like you, unless, and I was like, unless you kill Jin specifically.
0: <laughs> yeah. And my beaters really weren't around there. Um, Correct. so I don't think that would have happened. I did take assassinate, um, I don't know if that's good against that version of English Ivan.
1: Uh, you couldn't actually get into me because uh, of the Hassel's aura.
0: Well, I don't need to get into you. I have enough guns where I can just pew pew you.
1: Oh, huh, that's weird. Because I guess it was because there was so many negatives. Because I always had concealment and I was in friendly fire, so you had to use a soul sun, a focus, or something like that.
0: Well, yeah, I just I didn't. I was worrying about other things, and honestly, I didn't even really need to right um but i think in general ivan's usually not a master i think you want to take assassinate on
1: yep yep oh i I mean the the secondary thing sorry but it was important gibson gibson was within six inches of of him and i can heal that version of ivan
0: yeah that's what i'm saying and and it's just ivan's just pretty mobile and he has ways to like reduce damage and there's a lot of concealment in this crew so uh, looking at this i was just like i didn't like public demo set the traps, not one I usually like to take, but I was debating it on this. And I I don't know. I just, maybe I should have taken that because you did have some bunched up models and I think you do like bunching up, you know, your Dua and Umbra stuff. So maybe that would have been better. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not like spread them out in Carver Bath. I, I just do not take that one usually. Okay. Unless I have a keyword that can just vomit out ski markers. I do not bring it because you got to think, you got to have at least six six key markers down to score both points throughout the game. And then you have to spend actions to get the carve marker into your opponent's deployment zone. So, I mean, that's a bunch of interacts. Unless your crew is just really good at interacting, I don't think it's good to take spread them out into carve.
1: Yeah, you have to like drop them out some other way other than an interact action you're right
0: yeah if you have triggers or if you just if, if you have ways to like zoraida too if you can just discard cards to interact it's a lot more feasible yeah um zip has a lot of ways to interact a bunch so i would contemplate that uh if you have like draw out secrets that's another good way to do it but in generally speaking besides that it's like if you're just a meat and potatoes crew it's i think spread them out to trap
1: yeah, I I think our, it was our game. Yeah, I played Colette, you played uh, Soraida, and I picked spread them out, and I just couldn't get it because I had to force all of my interactions into pushing the stupid. Well, that's uh, that's kind of what
0: I'm talking about. Like if you're so if your opponent gives up and just like okay, you got your you got your strap markers across the board, good job. I'm gonna get mine. If your opponent does that, then sure you can do spread them out, but. I, as a player, am not going to allow you to just move your markers across <laughs> and challenged. Like I'm going to send something into your markers to say, "What's up? I'm pushing it back."
1: There are three abilities that I've done so far against like friendly models. I, like I said, I, I played against uh, Liam and uh, not Liam. Sorry, Lance the other day. Danger Pants. Yeah, and it was funny because I was like, "This is one of the many Pete specials that you need to learn," <laughs> and I move and i tossed it behind a house and literally it was just like it was i could i couldn't see his face but i could feel it through his and He's like oh <laughs> shit. And i was like yeah welcome to pete land this is stupid right
0: <laughs> yeah that's what you want to do with carve path you want to send their markers back in the most inconvenient place and if they have to turn around and that's... go get their carve marker you're doing the game well in Carve path
1: the most tilting thing you did to me was that. Was like, and my I remember, goodness,
0: if they have to walk and then interact, uh, you're winning.
1: <laughs> brother, like I I remember I still and like this is like months ago, but you I was playing Angler and you stole the garb marker from one <laughs> side of the table to the other. And I was just like, I'm yeah. an adult.
0: I literally <laughs> I literally took Maw to and I stole one of the markers and then I forget what I used. I think I used Bo Peep or something to whip her back to my crew. It and it so was dumb. literally went from, I took it from the middle of the board back into my deployment zone and then horseshoe it back behind my crew and then pushed it back on your side of the board where all my models were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I had no chance after that. I was like, both my markers are over there, where his entire crew is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Carve, you just that carve isn't about just. I know people like to fight, and obviously, you and I were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you really lost track of your carve markers in that game.
1: Yeah, I remember we took like a 20-minute break, and then you're like, Dixon, why did you put the carve marker? I was like, I think I'm in a good position. You're like, you're about to lose them both. And then it And, it and then it, and it happened. <laughs> yeah, it was like four activations of like, oh, yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, Pete, no. <laughs> Literally just like it devolved into me just like losing faith and like, all right, I have no way to score now.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, though. I told Mr. Mordrake is super good at running the carve marker. Really? Yeah, think about the, what you did with them because you get to do shade step because remember the carved marker is concealing. Okay. So you were able to push it, shade step next to it, and push it again.
1: All right. I, I guess I personally wasn't that impressed, but that's because you had a fast Loiza.
0: Yeah. Well, not, <laughs> well it was fast, Loiza, but like you, you said, you forgot that the totem could interact. So my totem just walks up and is like, "Cool, send it back to Luisa."
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so frustrating. Oh God. Because then after that, I just never saw them again. I literally had it in your deployment zone, and it was gone. Yeah, like just like that. Just like yeah.
0: that. So I, 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 we didn't quite final score this, but it was probably something like what would you say, like six three, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I at the end of the game, I know that I scored three points, and we agreed seven for you. I yeah, probably. don't remember. Yeah, because I was like. I if, wait for me to stop. So
0: it was six. <laughs> it was seven. If I could get a point from assassinate, which is not impossible, but right, it, w- it would have been tough.
1: Yeah, I had ten life. Uh, it would have taken you what one or two hits. I just, I, had I, four did, I didn't stuff.
0: like I didn't like this pool for Hoffman. Uh, if I brought Nelly, I mm-hmm. think I would like this pool better because then I could probably score spread them out, and I could probably do public demo, and I could do leave your mark, and I could do set the trap. Uh, I just don't think Hoffman was great at... Like, he could... Obviously, he won the game, and he's right. more going to be there and harder to kill. Right. Um, but it it could have very easily been a game where you decided to not fight Hoffman and just go score point scheming.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: Hoffman has to try to catch models, and I don't think that's a game Hoffman wants to play. Um,
1: God. Yeah. It was rough. I'm sorry, but it was like... I remember... Oh yeah, I got the Davis, and I got the gym combo. This should be fine. And then like literally, so many things went wrong. <laughs> this game
0: was purely just. Let me see how good a fast Louisa is in the carve.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's I mean, she can do. I can personally tell you that with no experience on my first game with Louisa, she was able to just do it by herself. Like yeah. she was just like, oh. <laughs>
0: and I tell you, what, I didn't. I didn't hate the orderly um running this okay. card marker either even though th- i think it was turn three you sent me back because Jin did his stupid little thing where he tells the minion to go back to the deployment zone
1: right so and even ch- then charge yeah, your master
0: <laughs> yeah even then i was able to uh onward or whatever it is to walk towards a friendly right. so i went six and then i walked six and then i pushed the rock so even then I was able to go interact even after you put me in my deployment zone. Yeah. It's a fast little model. Like I'm more I play orderlies, so the more I'm like, okay, I got to keep these guys in mind. They're pretty decent. Yeah. I, I didn't
1: have a good way to shoot them off the table. Cause the thing is like, all of the guns that I have quote unquote are eight inches.
0: Well, I purposely kept him away from a lot of your stuff.
1: <laughs> no, it, no, no, that's, that's correct. That you're fine, but still eight inches is actually a significant, like Look Look into the uh, guns you had in Guild. Oh, yeah. uh, I think you can count in your hands how many are like range 10.
0: Yeah, most of them are 12 or higher.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're very good. They're very good. And that's actually the main reason why I was like, I didn't expect it to be that bad. Because I was like, it's a gun. It's eight inches. It's fine. No, it's not. Apparently, <laughs> that extra four inches is very well, important. <laughs> and once again, I think it's
0: you really have to be careful and carve a path because... You have to remember to, you have to move and interact to get these points, right? So you don't want to walk and interact ideally. And if you're doing that, you're being less efficient than probably your opponent is. You want to bring models that are going to be pushed by stuff or that have a move on their own. Like, I mean, Melissa has run and gun, so that's something that I kept in mind when I built this, the mechanical attendant has ways to move models with internal magnets. Uh, transfer power is really good with Hoffman cause it gives you a two inch push. Um, Howard Langston can pick up. I think it's what corpses. Yes. No scheme. No, no, it's uh,
1: enemy ski markers specific to, which is great.
0: to take the walk action as a bonus, or yeah. he can do it for free. Once he gets down below half point, uh, orderly has creep along, which is a free six inch move towards a friendly model. He's moved six. So that's really good um and then of course you got louisa who has stupid reposition triggers she has claim the land which is a move and interact you have don't mind me which is just or not don't mind well don't mind me don't mind me is good but heat of battle is what i was going to talk about with discarding to get a free action at the end of her um activation Yep. yep so You just want more models in your list that have abilities like that because you really don't want to walk to get to these markers. Uh, The only time I do that is if I'm walking to get to my opponent's markers. If I'm doing that to get to my own, I didn't plan it out good.
1: You also, and I know this is going to sound a little bit repetitive, but like you just said a list that has three beaters. And I can attest that that list is still ridiculously fast and efficient with actions there's just too many actions
0: yeah because keep in mind and and the reason is because hoffman's giving out fast right so he's giving at least two models a turn fast and the first couple turns it's probably going to be three models because he doesn't need to heal anything or anything yet
1: at worst passively he's giving them a two-inch move for a bonus action yeah that's insane that's insane because it's it's at a walk you don't have to disengage you can just use it, get out of combat, go do something else. It's so good.
0: Yeah, most of the augmented keyword has transfer power, and yep. you can do that to yourself. So you just go, I'm going to transfer power to myself, two inch
1: push. <laughs> yep. Yep. The only thing that keeps is balance, and I actually have to admit that that was a, a big reason why I never miss in our attacks. I missed on my passive abilities and my abilities that I needed to cheat out of hand. But if I had to hit you for some reason, I hit pretty much every time, if I remember yep. correctly. Yeah, uh, But, yeah, it's it's literally your stats are bad. Your yeah. defensive stats are bad because you have so many actions and you have so <laughs> much mean, armor.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, armor two, armor three can be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's funny because, like, at one point in the game, you're like, oh, crap, I forgot to put the upgrade on off, man. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I ignore armor.
0: Yeah, I forgot. Jin. Actually, I didn't forget. I just <laughs> didn't know Jin had the, the same uh, ignore armor. That's good.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, that, to, to be
0: fair, that's one of the few times I've saw I've seen you actually take him out of being buried,
1: bro. I had to. I literally <laughs> had to. I was like, you put me in a position where I was like, Jin, you need to start stabbing Hoffman. It is it is what it is, man. <laughs> it worked. I I hit you for six or seven at one point in time, something stupid, and you still prevented most of the damage.
0: Not most of it. I think I stoned like for three of it so i think i ended up taking like four it was good
1: yeah i hurt my soul still <laughs> but yes you're right
0: <laughs> four damage still four damage that's a lot on a robot
1: oh, it's only oh got 10 God. hit
0: points it's not a lot
1: <laughs> true true
0: so uh yeah i ended up going two one you went one two um i don't know how did, how did you feel about those three rounds that we played in general with your explorers
1: Uh, I need to stop using wastrels as a crutch. That's what I got out of that because I I thoroughly enjoy it, but I did not want to use Ivan for the last turn. I really didn't. I was like, I could put wastrel on this again. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I I need to change. If we ever do this again, uh, I want to pick explorers again, and I'm going to pick another keyword because we already know that I like wastrels too much.
0: Yeah, I think Wastrel's just solid. You got some card draw. There's a lot of auras that can be really good. The upgrades are really good to hand out. And McCabe too is just—he's dirty, man. He's just—he does what he does. I—I I am curious though, looking at Lucas McCabe 2. Yeah. You don't use the, his Pepper Box as much as I thought you
1: would. I forget that it's there. That's the only reason. Dude, why. Pepper
0: Box is super good.
1: It is. I don't I'm disagree with anybody because like uh you're not the only one, I believe. Also, was it Nathan? Somebody else told it to me on Well on the There
0: was there was a time in our first game where I was like, Oh my goodness, if he stuns my like half my crew right now, this is gonna be terrible.
1: Yeah, no, and, and literally, like I said, people reminded me and I was like, I forgot that it existed. I'm so dumb.
0: <laughs> now, the only reason that pepper box isn't broken because if you take damage you're stunned so you can still stone it off and armor it off and all this stuff um so it's not busted but there was especially i think it was turn two where i was like if dixon stuns half my group here it's going to be rough to come back from
1: I, I it just you know what it doesn't occur to me i don't know why i just stun's see the good, Dixon. sounds good yeah i look at the stat five and i'm like no man I don't now need that. that is
0: the only thing i would say <laughs> Usually with uh, Pepperbox, you want to target the lowest defense model. Yeah. And in that crew I brought, I think most of my stuff was defense six.
1: <laughs> uh, for the robot? No, oh, you're talking about Marshall? Yes. Yeah, I'm talking everything, about Marshall. Everything in your in your keyword was a stat six or like, seven I, because of cover.
0: Yeah, against uh, against Hoffman, Pepperbox is brutal.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think about it either because well, I think you we wanted to play before. you wanted to play Ivan too no no i think we played one game before i don't know if it was with augmented but i remember that we played and i forgot that the pepper box was there again i forgot what you were playing to your
0: your homework next time you play tomb delver is to try to use pepper box more
1: yeah that should be, if if i play a game but like i said it's a crutch it's one of my favorite keywords uh in the game period like I, easily on the top five of my favorite keywords of the well, game and
0: i think out of Explorers, he's probably one of the most versatile because he's it's a pretty mobile keyword and yeah. he makes minions better. So, botanist being a really yep. good minion, he makes them nuts.
1: Yep, I, I actually enjoy playing minions a lot, and I think that's the main reason why you're right.
0: Yep, um, yeah.
1: oh, uh, want to point out people that are down on Corvus, I we never saw any negatives. Like, every time that I play Corvus, you have to watch out for him. I think you've had a, a like, I got to play around Corvus, so Corvus is going to execute somebody.
0: <laughs> um, Let's see here. So in that game with it's that.
1: Happened. Yeah. I remember one game where I executed your emissary, and you're like, okay, fuck this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot he had execute, so.
1: Right. <laughs> I think once you remember, it's
0: easier to remember, like, when you remember it's a thing, when you remember there's a model on the board that has execute, Yeah, it's not, that hard to deal with, unless you're playing against Jack Daw because obviously he can discard your life. Yeah. But um, most crews execute, you just need to keep in mind like, oh yeah, if they hit like a late execute, it could kill a model.
1: Correct. And that's huge.
0: It is. Like you definitely want to keep that in mind. And it wasn't like I gave you the execute. You had to basically win three duels.
1: Correct. I I literally had to work for it. Uh, And well, I needed to flipped a five for a terrifying check without having to to cheat it. That's what it was. Yeah. Cause I had it in my hand and I was like, I'm going to murder this model. Yeah. Basically, like, it was, basically
0: it was terrifying and then you needed to avoid red and black jokers.
1: Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think
0: the, the worst part about Rook is that he's got what a melee range is zero.
1: Uh, he's melee range zero and defense six with inflexible morale. That's it.
0: Yeah, so he's one of those models where it's like I usually just try to avoid him. Just either time down with something or yep. just kind of outrun him because it just he doesn't have reach, so he's not yep. good into covert ops. And it's like yeah, whatever. He has slippery, so you have
1: to be base with him, but whatever. He's uh, exactly. He's if I, put, if I play like Lady,
0: me. if I put if I played Lady J, I just bury you.
1: that is true that is true
0: just bury you and ping you to death
1: (laughs) what would you like to see from all the I mean I can give you like a a couple of choices because I definitely want to play Jetsa and I want to play Maxine So which one would you prefer? Teary, obviously, but you don't want to play against Teary. I don't want to play. I don't want to play against Teary. I mean,
0: (laughs) I don't. I wouldn't mind Teary if you aren't doing the stupid matron bomb crap, because it'd be interesting to at least see what the keyword actually does besides just terrorize with the matron.
1: You know what? I like that thought experiment. So yeah, I'm gonna play Teary without the matron. Period, and see what I can do.
0: Yeah, because like, what does the rest of the keyword do? I don't even know.
1: Well, I I know Kat is basically my and he's not as good as Loiza, obviously, but he is basically my Yeah,
0: so that would be interesting. And then uh, I always love Jedza, and Maxine's kind of always interesting, because I don't know how she plays. It's kind of like Doug when he was talking about uh, not knowing how Dreamer 2 works. Maxine, I'm like, cool, you're doing stuff. I don't know how you're winning the game, but cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, after the nerves, it's kind of hard. Like I've been looking at it, I'm going, "How do you do damage?" Yeah, sorry,
0: not good. Uh, but yeah, went two and one. Dixon went one and two. Uh, I don't think the differential was crazy, so I think honestly, in a smaller tournament, maybe getting third or fourth. Bigger tournament, probably still getting like fifth or something. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see how it kind of works out. That was a that was a fun round of pools pretty diverse that last one with carve a path with those schemes i probably should have took nelly but wanted to try the hoffman thing it worked out good
1: <laughs> my god
0: Hoffman one of i'm telling you i'm i respect him more and more the more i put him on the table dude that many power tokens just it makes your deck feel a lot better
1: you abused the ever living crap out of it. Cause, like, I, I had I to
0: I felt bad playing against Bass. Cause
1: <laughs> I was just like, cool, I'm gonna use a power token. I'm gonna flip two cards. Cool, that's a 13. Yeah, I rang you out of power tokens on the peacekeeper for me to be able to kill him. And you attacked so many times, and I attacked you so many times. So I don't know how many you load them up. You loaded him up so freaking high.
0: Well, yeah, cause you pull, so you're gonna. Pulse out to all constructs when you activate Hoffman. So that's usually five to six power tokens going out. And then you give three out to three models. So that's going to be, so let's just call it six. So that'll be nine power tokens that you give out with Hoffman. And then you can do his bonus twice to transfer two power tokens to a model that you want. Just as long as the one has more than the other. So that's not putting out more. That's just reallocating them to models that you actually want them to go to.
1: Yeah, but you can swift action the bonus action. That's the one that you're talking about, right? So you just... Two models. One is low, I said. The other one is my totem, I guess?
0: Yeah. That's so gross. And then when the totem goes, you can transfer power to a more important model. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Dude, you did it twice, though, in that game, and it was so big, because I was like, all right, you're too... Be- remaining beaters are now charged to hell and back. And there's no way that I can get around. This.
0: Yeah. And I actually, I think the, uh, I think the matchup between McCabe and Hoffman would be interesting because they both have tech to counter each other. Yes. Um, because I can basically make it where my armor can't
1: be ignored. Yes. I forgot about that. And I, mean, I, can- I will have to go and hunt her down.
0: Yeah, well, you would have to kill Hoffman because he can't do it to himself. But I could bring, <laughs> I I could bring the uh, what you might call it, the uh, why can't I think of the outcast. Mitallurgist. That's yeah. what
1: I was thinking about. So well, I, no, okay. Hoff,
0: Hoffman has an ability that makes it where you can't ignore the armor.
1: It's probably the same one, right?
0: I think it's the same trigger. I don't
1: think it's the same action. Oh, he has it on his melee attack, or, yeah. or one of his melee attacks. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yep. And it's suited already. Yep. What the crap? So you can. This is the one that you were telling me about. You're like, oh, I can just remove a whole bunch of tokens from around me, and I can hit you from like seven inches <laughs> I can away. Ma-
0: I can make this like a seven inch blowtorch. <laughs> I
1: was like, that's a flamethrower. That's not a blowtorch.
0: <laughs> Which is very easy to do because you can remove power tokens from other
1: models. <laughs> right, it, dude. It's it's really weird because like you start the game in a bubble. But then after, like, I want to say the fourth activation, everybody's, like, in their own corners.
0: <laughs> well, that's uh, that's what's funny about it. Because since your models are given the fast, you know, fast, uh, whatchamacallit, condition. Right. Like, once you pulse out, give all the power tokens out, you can really then send models to just go. So yeah. I, I usually like bringing a hunter because hunters are really good at getting that initial
1: burst and then just going to score points. Yep. And they're eight points. Yeah, hunters are good. Yeah, they're like super cheap for what they do. Well, I shouldn't say super cheap, but they feel like they're super oh, dude, cheap. They're you know? armor,
0: armor 2, Deadly Pursue. Right. Uh, they're just so good.
1: Movement 6, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah, it's super good.
0: Yep, really good models. Um, yeah, anything you else you want to share about any of the matchups or anything else, Dixon, before we uh, roll out?
1: Uh, I'm actually very excited now about this last idea that we have with Thierry. I'm gonna play theory without the the matron and see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I'm excited because then we can actually flex and see what this keyword's supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of practice in how to defend yourself against it, but I think that's a very I mean, boring experiment.
0: I already have ideas. I mean, just it's it's the matron. There's there's okay. thing. The cool thing is there's things in guild you can do to get around the matron's defenses. Good God, yes. Well, because there's like ways you can ignore <laughs> negatives, and there's ways to ignore <laughs> armor, and there's ways to just ping damage, and
1: yep. Yep. Or or I'm going to play Hoffman, and Hoffman is our armor three. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, Matron, you're doing one to two damage a swing. Hooray.
1: At most. That's yeah. like, I hit you with a red joker. Oh, it's three damage. I'm mean, going spend a soul stone. The ping, <laughs>
0: damage, the ping damage would be annoying when she moves through you, but you can't avoid
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no way for you to actually... But then Joss hits her
0: in the face damage. and just kills her.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is, you get a lawyer and then most of that damage is gone. Yeah. Because the lawyer just says are shielded too and it's good to know. (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Alright, well I think we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening everybody and until next time make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we will see ya all later.
1: Boy.